him in question. A sense of calm enveloped her. The sensation lasted only a moment. Icy sweat broke out on her forehead. Something about this shop clerk with his haughty smile and superior attitude made her uneasy. He hadn't even had the decency to introduce himself. I would prefer to conduct my business with Mr. Ryerson. Your name? I am G. She swallowed, then began again in the flat Midwestern accent she'd adopted months ago. My name is Sally Smith. Mr. Ryerson will know who I am and why I have come. To his credit, the clerk didn't show any signs of questioning the veracity of her statement. He did, however, take his time giving her another rude head-to-toe assessment. At last, he nodded. Wait here, please. Spine ramrod straight, he disappeared behind the red velvet curtain. Gigi took the opportunity to pace along the collection of display cases. She ran her fingertip over the beveled glass, studying the treasures relinquished by desperate people for a fraction of their original value. There were a few exceptional items, though not many, and nothing like the pearls she'd forfeited. As if to mock her attempt at calm, past folded over present, dragging her mind back to that awful day. The morning had dawned gray and dreary, much like this one. She'd been beyond desperate, nearly destitute, facing the real possibility of jail. There'd been few options left at her disposal. You could have gone home and admitted your sin. She could have, and been promptly turned away. Her father had made that clear. Harcourt Wentworth was not an easy man or a forgiving one. He'd given Gigi an ultimatum. Abandon her friendship with Nathaniel Dixon, or suffer the consequences. She could not have both the man and her inheritance. Gigi had been naive, believing surely, surely her father would change his mind. Surely once she and Nathaniel were married, all would be forgiven. The faulty rationale had made sense at the time, and so she'd slipped out of Harvest House in the dead of night to be with the man she loved. Had it only been eleven months ago that she'd stolen away with Nathaniel? Though barely twenty-two years old, she'd lived three lifetimes since, each far different than the one she'd created in her dreams, with no small help from Nathaniel. We'll be married, he'd whispered in her ear. I'll make you my wife and keep you by my side for all eternity. Gigi had made him say the words again and again. He'd been happy to oblige. She'd given him everything of herself, only to receive false promises spun by his silver tongue. We'll spend our days reading Shakespeare and Byron. It had sounded so wonderful, so delightful and idyllic. We'll while away our nights at the theater, then we'll come home and play Bach or Beethoven on the piano, Mozart, if we're feeling especially passionate. She'd blushed then, caught up in the romantic picture he'd painted of their future together. A future that would never be hers. She knew that now, had discovered the truth mere days after running away with him. Gigi slammed her eyes shut at the memory. Humiliation flooded through her, hotter than any emotion she'd ever felt before meeting Nathaniel Dixon. All her life she'd longed for such a suitor. Handsome to the point of beautiful, blessed with tousled sandy blonde hair, piercing gray eyes, and a gift with words. He'd known exactly what to say to win her heart. The scoundrel had devastated her good sense with poetry and piano duets and secret, not quite innocent, assignations in the dark.
Gigi had happily followed Nathaniel through his web of lies straight to New York City, straight to her ruin, a heavy price to pay for love. Nathaniel had taken her money, but he hadn't known about the pearls. Keeping them hidden until her wedding day had been Gigi's one smart move among the dozens of missteps she'd taken. Sighing, she forced open her eyes, only to discover the clerk had returned and was looking at her with a smirking expression. Mr. Ryerson will see you now. Gigi managed a regal nod. Thank you. Follow me. He turned on his heel. Gigi blinked, her mind racing, her heart bursting. This is it. The words swept through her mind. At last, at last. Heart in her throat, she hurried after the clerk. He led her behind the curtains into an open office area where a series of large, high-top desks sat in a neat row. All three were teeming with...